Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good to have you back. Oh, better just check the sound. <laughs> uh, how is your Tuesday? Monday, if you Monday night, if you're still over in the states or on that part of the rotation of the planet, unless you believe in the flat Earth, then that part of the spin, I guess. Is that what it is with the flat Earth? I'm not sure. Anyway. That's your choice, you pay your taxes, you can choose whatever you wish to believe in. I'm 100% in that uh, vote, that you get to choose what you want to believe. No skin off my nose, that I know of. Um, wherever you're from, uh, the podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, whatever, thanks for popping in. If you're a subscriber, thanks for your support. Do appreciate it. If you haven't thought about subscribing, Go check some of the videos, see what you reckon, and then hook us up. If not, a thumbs up or a down and let me know what I'm doing wrong. That's always appreciated, so I know what to improve. Um, a little bit of news. Uh, started on the new video, started doing some photos. Got a, got a bit there. Um, not much video of me in, the, in this next video. It's going to be a voiceover one. I'm going to do something different. I didn't do much video. I did some, a bit of drone stuff and a heap of photos and stuff like that. And yeah, but we will start the process and yeah, it's looking pretty good. Some nice photos in there already. Um, some fun stuff in it. So that's looking pretty darn good. Happy about that one. Um, and it's basically the bridge, give you an idea what's coming up. The bridge, it's in Albany, uh, the natural bridge, the gap, uh, the cable beach and some beautiful surrounding coastlines there and some other photos as well on the long way for that day. So it was a bit of a travel day. We did a bit of uh, running around and stuff um, and we popped in Albany and did some other stuff. I think we did the whaling museum as well as in Albany. So pretty cool. It's going to be a big, big sort of section of the, uh, I think that's the next day is the, sorry, the day nine, which will be next week. That's the whaling museum, my apologies. This one's before that, so a little bit there. Uh, and it's coming along pretty darn nice and beautiful coastline. And get to see those amazing natural rocks, uh, the natural bridge and the gap via Mini 2 drone. So very, very cool, amazing spot to go check out. Now, uh, tech news, a little bit in there. Uh, we've got some fun stuff. There's also some other stuff as well that we're gonna talk about. So I'm gonna dive straight in. Now, some concerning stuff. Officeworks, a big company here in Australia, sell basically, it's a stationary company, uh, but they, they're fairly big, every state and territory. They've pulled Apple tags, they're not gonna be selling them, um, they're holding back on those due to the fact that the button batteries, so that's your little flat batteries you're using your, in a lot of things like your keys, your car keys and stuff like that. Uh, apparently in Australia we have one, one child a month has injured, gets injured from these. Apparently, if, they, if a child swallows those flat batteries, they can get stuck in your throat and then burn your throat from the inside out. So uh, with the air tags, super easy to pop the top off, uh, easy for the kids to get access. So Officeworks are gonna pull them and hold back and just see how they go to start with. They don't obviously wanna get sued or have any of that issues with them. So a bit of a concern for Apple. Um, I'm suggesting that maybe in their version two that they put some sort of child safe locking mechanism on the cover or something like a, something that involves a little bit more technical skill so a child can't get to it. So 
bit of a concern uh, and that spread all the way to Lou later where uh, on his podcast. So that is a bit of an issue now that obviously it's spread from Australia and I'm sure there's going to be some other companies starting to think about that as an issue and whether they're not selling. Apple has come out and said that they don't think it's an issue. Uh, well, until you get sued and until someone gets injured, nothing's ever an issue. Uh, I'm sure before the first car crash ever, uh, brakes weren't really an issue. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure when the first person tried to stop a car and he had no brakes, he went, ah, shit, and then hit a wall. Uh, that's when he realized, yeah, we need brakes. So sometimes, yeah, it's not an issue now, but it could be one. And if it infects children, small children, well, then that's a big issue and obviously a big concern because parents are going to be very, very suspect on buying items that could hurt the kids. I know I would uh, and I know most parents would. So just a heads up on that one. Now, G Loomis uh, fishing rods, uh, I use them for my fishing. I've got an NRX, I've got a the Conquest, the best of the best. Um, they've got a new range of NRX rods released in the States. Yet again, in the States, Australia looks like it misses out on, at the moment. I did I have asked them the question if they are coming to Australia. Uh, if I do hear back, sometimes you don't hear back. Uh, sometimes I don't want to give you the bad news. Uh, I'll let, we'll let you know if they do get back to me and tell me. But uh, looks like a pretty cool new rod. It's new technology. And the, probably the biggest part of it is a multi-taper. Uh, so they're thinning out a bit of the material and doing multi-tapers through the rod. Uh, to make it as light uh, and then also strengthening areas that have the most flex, point, flex points and then just reducing where they don't need it again to make it light. It's always about lighter, lighter, lighter with fishing rods. Uh, you're holding it up all day, flicking and casting it. Uh, the lighter it is, the better it is and obviously probably the better feel to it as well. So uh, they are available in the States. There's 28 different rods. So there's rods for different types of fish and, and different types of uh, lures and fishing styles. Go check them out if you are in the States. Uh, I've got NRX, it's a beautiful rod. Uh, I use actually use that one for casting. I use my Conquest for like the heavy duty stuff um, because it is because I use it more often. Uh, but I do use the NRX with my Metanium uh, DC on it, and it's a it is a beautiful rod. Um, now, 595 US dollars, so it ain't cheap, these new rods. Uh, and that's across the board on them. Uh, so that's, you're gonna be looking at seven, $800 a rod. So definitely not for the faint-hearted, uh, not a beginner entry point rod, but if you are a pro fisherman fishing either bass, brim in Australia or any sort of, uh, where you're flicking light lures or light plastics uh, in river systems and lakes and stuff, uh, look, I think it's gonna be a great rod. Now it's got Spiral X in it, which is fantastic. It says here, the multi-taper design. Fuji Titanium, sick stripper guards, uh, guides, ultralight, ultra-strong recoil guides as well. It's got that CI4 Plus um, reel seat. It's handcrafted in America, so they're all basically handmade, so that's always good with the G Loomis rods. They are, do make exceptional quality rods. And uh, yeah, obviously not available in Australia yet, not on their site. If you want to have a bit of a gander at it, shoot over to the USG Loomis site. You'll be able to go and see all the different 28 models, sizes, lengths, everything you need to know to suit your style of fishing and suss it out. But uh, 
look, that uh, the NRXI have is a fantastic rod, so and I'm sure these are going to be just as good, if if not better, being a new model. So they've rethought it, and they're obviously pumping it up and, and uh, getting it out there to you. So definitely something for you guys that are keen on your fishing. Now, some big stuff. Ford has announced the F-150 Lightning. It's going to be, if you remember back to... To my childhood, or not my childhood, my teenage years, the F-150 Lightning come out. It was the world's fastest ute at that time. It was a supercharged V8. It was a monster of a car, uh, just a beast. Obviously not available in Australia, but it come out. It was a, just a massive beast. Just the speeds and power, the horsepower at that stage when it came out was ridiculous. Uh, it was just the two-door, the flares, the whole kit, and just insane. Well, they've taken that name and they're using it with the first, they've just announced their first fully electric F-150 and it's going to be released on the 19th of May. So if you want to check out that, uh, go to Ford on YouTube, subscribe, you'll be there for the live video when they do the actual release. I'll keep you up to date as well, uh, up to date as well. There's little glimpses of the back tail end and the logo, there's nothing really as such. Uh, the one I've got in the thumbnail you would have seen is the actual, the old original Lightning and it looked, it, to me that was like a dream car, it was awesome, uh, obviously you can buy them in Australia now, I've seen a few models on car sales, about 50 grand for those, which is cheap for an F-150, um, I'd hate to know what this is going to cost, um, it's going to be crazy, as it said to Ford on the, the video, is it, uh, did ask, is it coming to Australia, when? Uh, and what's it going to cost? Because currently, by the time you get it converted in Australia, your cheapest ones are about 130 for your base model F-150. By the time they get to Australia, with all the ridiculous taxes that a dickhead government puts on cars, considering we have a zero car industry in Australia, so everything has to come overseas. So we've got to pay taxes on everything. Uh, we it's 100 roughly about 130 grand. And anywhere up to the top of the range one, which I think is the Lariat, uh, they're about just under 200,000 Australian for an F-150. So this is going to be an electric. Uh, I can't see it coming to Australia for less than 150 and probably between 150 to 200 grand uh, if, it does, if they do make it in right-hand mode. So that's probably going to be the biggest question. Is it going to be a global thing? Are they going to start selling them globally? Are they going to make right-handed, left-handed? You think being electric, there's no engine and stuff, and you're cutting out a lot of the mechanicals. There's should be no reason. Should be a lot cheaper for them to swap it from left and right hand drive. It's going to be fly by wire anyway. Uh, I don't see any reason why they couldn't do that. So that would be good. Uh, cost is going to be the big trick. Like the Teslas, they're 150 grand or 130 grand plus here in Australia. So it's only for rich people. And currently, the F-150 in Australia is only for rich people uh, that can afford it. Uh, so, yeah, tricky, tricky. Or if they're a business that can write it off as a tax asset. Um, so, yeah, a bit scary. But look, looks pretty good. I will let you know uh, the Ford CEO has said in, some, in an interview that it will be faster than the original. Uh, no, no shit, Sherlock. Uh, it, that's 1990. If you can't build an F-150 electric, that's faster than that. Every electric car is probably faster than the old lighting was, like except maybe a Hyundai or a Kia. Um, but a Tesla will blow it out the doors easily. Um, Going to be pretty interesting to see how this goes. It's 
the biggest selling car on the planet is F-150 or vehicle on the planet is F-150. This has to work for them. They have to get this right. They have to make sure it works and that their customers are gonna keep selling in the ridiculous numbers uh, that they do sell. So huge, huge thing. So May 19th, I will keep you up to date on that because I'm super interested on in that because it's gotta go up against the Rivian. Not really the Cybertruck because that's, yeah, that's a city city ute for crazy people. Uh, <laughs> It's it's still to me it's still the ugliest thing I've ever seen in a car. I don't know if they're, how they're going to sell them, um, but yeah, I think they're just going to sell them because of the Tesla tech, not the actual look of the car. It's a, a terribly ugly Ute. So anyway, um, dealerships by mid twenty two. That's when these guys will be released. So look, it's it's coming. It's here next year. They'll be on sale. So it's going to be huge. You get your get your bank uh, wallets bank balance together, get your loans sorted because there's gonna sell like hotcakes to start with, I think. And last but not least, um, I was looking at the Segway go-kart. Uh, Linus Tech Tips was testing out a couple and it looked like a lot of fun. Uh, but then I noticed, I went so I went to get some info on it and seen Segway do a dirt, electric dirt bike, which I thought would be a hell of a lot more useful and fun and a little bit much more for us adults. Uh, look, it does 120 k's of range. Fantastic, perfect for when you go and do photos. I can go on the dirt tracks through through national parks and stuff like that. You can go on the tracks on it because it's a bike. It's quiet. It's not noisy. There's no fumes, so it's perfect. It's not going to damage those beautiful environments. Uh, it will, which is 75 miles. It'll do 75 k's an hour, which is 46 miles. So, of course, the Australian government will make it illegal, which it already straight away is because it's going over 25Ks for anything electric, unless it's got pedal assist, because Australia is, well, as we know, backwards and run by morons, uh, a la Scott Morrison. So it's unfortunately, uh, probably straight away, it's probably gonna be banned to use on roads or anywhere else, but stuff them, buy it anyway, it looks like a hell of a lot of fun and would be super, super handy to chuck in the back of the ute and go to these places and do some shoots and stuff. I think it'd be cool. Zero to 54 seconds, 185 foot-pound of torque, and only weighs 60 kilos, 122 pounds, so pretty easily to sort of handle and get around. Uh, swappable batteries, it'll go up a 45 degree uh, slope, so that's pretty cool, or incline. It's got app control, uh, it's only four hours to full charge, IP67 waterproof rating, so that's good. It's gonna be able to go through the mud, it's, a, it's an off, it's a, it's a dirt bike. It's like a BMX getting it. It's a, just basically an electric BMX. Uh, that's why I think I'm, I really like it. It actually looks better than a lot of the other electric bikes. Uh, the Suron, again, similar sort of setup, probably a little bit better, but a little bit, probably about the same price, if not more expensive. Uh, that's, again, you can adapt that and go fully crazy as well. Uh, it'll take up to 100 kilos, so I may have to lose a little couple of, shed a couple of little rolls. <laughs> um, obviously, through Segway Australia, it's not on their product page, but through another company called Electric, Electrical Tech, Electrical Tech, I think it was, they are, they are available, um, $6,000 Australian for the X260. So it is, uh, the other version was out of stock, 
but so you can get them. Uh, they just look for your different uh, electric vehicle uh, sellers in your area. They may be able to get you one, or there may be one you can order it in. So they are there. Six grand seems like a lot. Uh, it's probably the price of a cheap, crappy car, and realistically, this could get you a lot of places. The only difference being is our Australian government's made stuff like this illegal, same as the scooters. Anything over 25 k's or over 1,000 watts uh, or over 250 watts is illegal by all the laws in every state, no matter what you think. Uh, it's whether you're going to just ignore that and do it. Most of the cops wouldn't know the rules anyway because they can't know every rule there is. Uh, I guess if you're an idiot, you'll get caught out and then you'll be in trouble. Uh, if you just be sensible, I think you'll probably be able to use this and get some really good value out of it. So it looks pretty cool. 60 volt, 32 amp, and five kilowatt power, disc brakes on it. A really nice looking bit of kit, and would be a lot of fun. So never know, could be something down the track I can use to get around and do some videos and some photos and stuff. So it'd be good for like a big national park. We've got like mountain bike tracks where you can just cruise through, super silent, have just be in nature, because you've got the electric bike, no massive noise. Cruise through 120 k's range, that's amazing. That's like 60 k's out, 60 k's back. That's a massive, massive range. Uh, you could do a lot with that, so very cool. And that's about it for Tuesday. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for stopping by, and I will see you all tomorrow. I'll keep you updated, A with a Ford, and uh, yeah, go check out those rods from G Loomis. They look champagne. But yo, we'll be coming this way and that way. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.